This podcast is not a substitute for medical or mental health advice. Individuals are advised to seek individual medical or mental health advice from a professional within that specific specialty. This episode is about taking back your life, and it's your host, Michael Maddox, self-published author and soon-to-be holistic health and wellness coach. I help trauma survivors take control of their lives to become a better version of themselves. Welcome to Puzzling Minds Podcast, and it's your host, Michael Maddox. Thank you so much for joining me on this journey and letting me be part of yours. In today's episode, Taking Back Your Life, we will incorporate lots of different elements. One, how to come back to your normalcy after experiencing trauma. Two, understanding that yes, I have a choice in life. And three, how do I continue to have this growth mindset within myself? What's up, guys? All right. So if you notice in this episode, I have a ton of intros. I have some ideas um, about the intro, like kind of like the layout and how I want to maneuver it. Uh, (laughs) I also recorded episode one a while back ago, so I wasn't able to do like a weekly update. And I think that once I put in the weekly update within the episode one segment, it would definitely run a lot smoother. Uh, So (laughs) next episode, (laughs) episode two, Hopefully, it'll be a lot smoother than this shit. Uh, (laughs) But for this week, weekly update, I uh, was able to, one of my reps from work was able to get me some free tickets to see Paul Stamets, a mycologist uh, who studies mushrooms, um, specifically like psilocybin mushrooms, and then a couple days prior, he texted me about getting it upgraded to VIP because um, there was just one ticket left. Everyone else that was attending for my work had a plus one. Um, so it was a really great opportunity to sit up front and just watch this man speak about mushrooms, about magic mushrooms. All right, guys, that is, sounds so fucking cool. And it was, it literally was. It was two hours um, at a theater on the other side of town, and that day I had worked like a six-hour shift, I think, and then I came home, did what I needed to do real quick, showered, changed, left around four or so, because one, it was about to get rush hour, and I didn't want to be stuck in traffic, and I was already stuck in traffic for about almost 40 minutes trying to get on the other side of town, and it wasn't even starting a rush hour yet. (laughs) Imagine that. And I went there, got there super early, which was all right. Um, 
And the theater itself, like the downstairs lounge area, was super cool. Because it was like music theme. It had guitars all over. Um, had murals of different artists. And it was ah, such... It felt so magical in a way that during the two-hour talk, I just pictured myself doing the same thing later in life or attending other talks. I forgot the word for it. Um, like TED Talks and stuff out in the public. And it just gave me so much inspiration. And then afterwards... Um, I was able to meet him. I spurted everything out about myself that was important and crucial uh, just to put my name out there. And then I got a photo with him, and I also got a free book and signed by him. And it was just like, oh my gosh, this is so cool. I love opportunities like that because I, one, get the education, and two, I get to meet someone in a similar field where... If I put my name out there, you know, you never know. And if you make a stance, you never know if they'll be like, oh, you know, how about we discuss this later? Tell me more about your visions. I always now trying to put myself out there as much as I can. Um, and networking, networking is so important, especially for me trying to get into coaching and health field and trying to put myself on social media platforms like TikTok. Um, and then this podcast as well. And while I was uh, doing that, meeting him, I was coming up with my own ideas and how I kind of want to lay out my new book, Trauma's Web. This book is going to be so amazing. I'm so excited to rewrite it because I have most of it written already, about 200 and some pages. And I think it's going to be... Uh, Quite higher than that. <laughs> Quite higher than that. But it just, that would be my, like, biggest one, my biggest book yet so far. Um, Because my first one, Less, my memoir, only goes up to, I think, 170, if I'm not wrong. Um, And then my poetry book, Substance, goes up to maybe 70, 80. Uh, it's so weird because I have the books right in front of me on my table. Um, but it just gave me so much inspiration and I just had to write it all down on my break at work at the end of this week because <laughs> I think if I do it correctly and do it properly and actually take time for it and it gets out there and word of mouth happens and I start promoting it on TikTok and trying to put myself out there in bookstores, um, it's going to be a big thing and I'm going to manifest it because if we continue to manifest things we are able to achieve um, if we just continue to have a growth mindset and that's what this podcast episode is about it's goals and having a choice and I hope you all enjoy it um, like I said this is gonna have quite a few intros let me know what you think about the intros do you like the intros like after certain things so you know like if something new is happening or do you think um, just because it's wonky because I didn't record this segment with the episode one segment, um, which episode two will be much better. So definitely after this episode, listen to episode two, because this week I was doing my layout for episode two um, at my work, waiting for one of my coworkers to get off so I could take her home. And I was like, oh my gosh, I really want to post this. 
publish it on this coming Tuesday because I'm recording this segment on Monday, February 5th. Um, what crack of dawn? Uh, to me, it is 8 a.m. This is like when I usually wake up. I kind of woke up a little bit before 7. Um, and then trying to get ahead of Henry. But anyways, listen to this episode and then listen to episode two and let me know what you think. And as always, like, share, follow, and I mean it because I have this dream. And this dream is going to be a fantastic dream for not only me, but so many trauma survivors. And just understanding the system of trauma is going to benefit you later in life, you know? Um, but yeah, well, I hope you all enjoy this episode. So let's get to it. Welcome back. All right, guys. So the big question that is always asked is, how do I come back to my own normalcy after I experience trauma? You know, and this could be going back to anything that you used to do or stop doing after the trauma and now thinking about wanting to incorporate that habit back into your life. This could be rekindling certain close relationships like friends and family, going back to work, or even something so simple like taking that first step outside your door. And I know that is something that a lot of us are challenged each and every day by waking up in the morning, putting clothes on our back, doing proper hygiene, and just taking that first step. And this is something so important because it's doing things for yourself. And a lot of people don't know what trauma is or the definition behind trauma. Well, to me, trauma is something that is temporary and is an imprint generated by a detrimental event or series of events that an individual undergoes, eventually causing psychological but also physiological alterations if left untreated or unresolved. And healthy strategies that you can include in your daily life and something that a lot of people are scared of doing is seeing a mental health specialist and a lot of us have that fear that one it's not gonna work you know there's no point in spending so much money on seeing a therapist and they don't know me very well they don't know my story well that's what a therapist is you go to someone to talk about your entire life to especially a therapist that is an expert in trauma therapy and maybe want to put you in EMDR sessions, which is a type of trauma therapy. Um, I underwent EMDR sessions myself, and I found it to be something super helpful, especially um, having been undergone uh, verbal abuse as a child. Um, and unfortunately, a lot of us don't have that budget <laughs> to um, that finance to budget in a therapist. Uh, so a lot of us are left alone and um, yeah, we have friends and family that we can go talk to and discuss things with. But something that, a skill that you can incorporate and soon to master is 
being your own advocate, all right? And if you don't have a specialist in trauma therapy, once healing is so impactful, you can even be your own advocate and therapist and all it takes is having a choice whether or not you want to do that for yourself. And that is something that a lot of us find most difficult to achieve. And it's a big hurdle. And I've experienced it myself. I've seen other people experience it myself. Just putting that one step forward, jumping over that hurdle and continuing to move on with your life. And the question you should be asking yourself is, what's stopping me or you from being the person you want to be or where you want to be? Are you going to put up with that type of negative stress in your life? Um, how can this thing put value, like a positive value into my life? So what it means to have a choice in life is you are given two options. And in this case, either completely fall apart or the best choice is to pick yourself up and continue to push forward. A lot of the time, emotions bombard us from letting this happen. We often feel fear because we probably title ourselves as a disappointment or not achieving a certain expectation out in public's eye. You know, in the past generations, um, more specifically, Generation Z, um, just within my own experience, I've seen so many people be placed on a pedestal of high expectations to achieve certain things. And then if they don't achieve it, they get that certain type of abuse from, let's say, their parents or colleagues or professors or even friends can criticize you for not doing what is best for you or doing something that you said you would do and not doing it. Um, and a lot of us during that time of trying to achieve a certain expectation, we're undergoing something internal and that's just our internal struggles. Um, and feeling alone in our time of creativity or time of, I suppose, becoming who we want to be in life. Um, Brene Brown identifies that vulnerability itself is an element to feeling shame and fear but can be a birthplace of innovation, creativity, and change. Hopefully, positive change. Having a choice to say to someone, I went through this type of trauma, and now I want to continue to move forward with my life. And that means your life. Taking control of something that you weren't ever con had control of in the first place. Um, Maybe even ask for help, you know? Going to someone that is your VIP, very important person in your life or something or someone that is really close to you, that understands you or knows your story, ask them for help. And that's okay because asking for help is a form of courage and courage is key. Saying that, yes, I went through this. 
and it sucked. But what did I learn from it? What kind of value does it give me in my life? And how will I not let it take control of myself? Because only I have control of myself. All right. Silence equals death. And to overcome silence, we have to shame, shame, become resilient towards fear by allowing ourselves to be vulnerable. By doing all of this and continuing to have so-called growth mindsets within oneself, you'll soon have a sense of power and spark. Um, there's a song by Katy Perry that I've been listening to called Pearl. And I used to listen to the song when I was um, much younger, back when I first started listening to Katy Perry. And there's another song on the album called Who Am I Living For? Both songs are very much similar um, into one, the control in life. Like people taking control of who you are and your spirits and even your mentality. People can gaslight you. People can be narcissistic towards you. Um, people can be manipulative, you know? And if you continue to let that happen, you're going to eventually come to terms with it to eventually say, you know what, this is the norm. This is how life is supposed to be. No, that is a fixed mindset. And what a fixed mindset is continuing to stay in the shadows and unable to grow or unable to release. And what I mean about a growth mindset is a belief that you are capable, you know, just capable, because sometimes you just don't feel capable, but capable of developing habits in your life, preferably healthy habits. Um, and this could be healthy stress, because stress could be both unhealthy and healthy stress. Um, and we'll get into that later on in this podcast. Um, but within those songs, she discusses being powerless, um, not being able to be her own person, not being part of yourself. Because if you let life or things take control, you lose a sense of self. And we are gone after that. Once we lose our sense of self, we are gone. Maybe for a while, maybe temporary, but it just depends on you if you put that effort and choice into your life and take control. Um, but for today's assignment, I would like you to get a sheet of paper and a writing utensil. Fold it or split it or draw little, draw four columns or fold it into four columns and six rows. And in the first column, write down family, friends, work slash school, spirituality, body, and mental health. Now, we're going to use the next three columns. In the next column, put what you are doing well. Next, where I need to improve. And lastly, your goals. 
Within the goals, let's put down maybe a monthly goal or a yearly goal. And I want you to answer these things. Why am I doing well in family, friends, work slash school, spirituality, body, and mental health? This helps us put awareness and even gratitude within ourselves and understanding that, yes, I am able to achieve. And in the next one, where do I need to improve? Because we could always improve. We could always have that growth mindset. We could always learn something new um, and we could always be better. And then your goals. We're not going to do like that one goal, one year goal, three year goal, five year goal, 10 year goal, and so on. No, because goals can change over time. Goals can um, develop or um, evolve over time as we even do, if we start with the goal and then that goal connects with another goal, it's like, oh wait, but this, I learned something within this and this changes this, you know? So goals can change over time. And we want something specific because we want to make sure that we can properly achieve something simple like a monthly goal or yearly goal. And because a monthly goal, after 30 days, it becomes a habit, supposedly. And I find that to be kind of kind of true. Um, just because your brain has to now rewire itself to um, put in that time and kind of having that set schedule. Um, and then a yearly goal because guys... Come on. Yes, we could definitely achieve something, but we want to achieve something now, all right? Now is the time. And, all right. Well, that is today's episode of Puzzling Minds. And today's episode was called Taking Back Your Life. Like, share, follow, and any questions, send me a message below in the Q&A response or send me a private message in any of my socials. All right, guys, I'd like to say thank you again for joining me on this journey and letting me be part of yours. And stay tuned for next week's episode, Trauma and the Brain. This week's book recommendation is Self-Compassion, The Proven Power of Being Kind to Yourself by Kristen Neff.